Sup guys, Paul here, aka Mr. What the Footy from the What the Footy podcast. For this episode, I sat down with Royce. Royce is quite behind the scenes within the game with top scouts, top agents and working with young players. His brother's one of the most exciting young talents within the Arsenal Academy. And for this episode, we sat down to dissect the whole winter break fiasco. Very, very topical at the moment. Really fascinating debate and discussion. And we also called up some people within our contact lists to sort of get their take on what they thought. They were fellow fans, footballers, and uh, and people who work behind the scenes in the game. I hope you guys love this episode, not like it, and you know what to do. Download, subscribe, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's go. What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? Welcome to the What the Footy podcast. I'm joined here with my guy Royce. How you we doing, back, my brother? We back, we back, we back, we back. Happy New Year, happy you know them F ones. Yeah. <laughs> happy New Year, even though it's February. You get me? Happy belated New Year. Yeah, like, I thought it'd be great, obviously, to get Royce on here again. Mm. As you top guy knows a lot about football in behind the scenes in the game. Don't gas me, don't gas me. I didn't. <laughs> I, didn't I just much. thought. I just thought we'd talk about because <laughs> Klopp has really got my back up in these last uh, week or so with. All of these talking shenanigans about mm. the whole winter break, cup competitions, replay, fiasco. So I thought Premier League is having its first winter break or whatever you like to call it. Finally. Um, <laughs> so I thought it'd be great to almost just dissect that, speak about the ins and outs behind that, the sort of framework behind that and really just have a debate about why Jurgen Klopp is wrong, in my opinion. But um, well, I, I honestly don't think he's wrong. I think... It's time for change, and it's like I think you need conflict to bring in change. And he started, he started like a di- um, a dialogue of conflict, like which a lot of managers, like we said earlier, like Wenger, like the greats, Ferguson, have all said. And I just think it's now his turn. Even Pep last year was saying that like it's too much, like we need a break. And I feel like the consumerism of football has really taken over. I'm not mm. gonna lie, like again, like you're gonna explain like the break, but it's, it's not even really an actual break. Yes, Roy. So the Premier League decided back in June 2018 that there would be a a winter break around this period. So it's going to be a winter break for 13 days. And it's not like a typical winter break that we see uh, with uh, Germany, for example, who have about 20 or so days off or or in France or in in, uh, Italy, for example. It's going to be like a 13 day rotational period where some teams are playing a certain day and others will have a rest Mm -hmm. while some are playing on another day and others will have a rest as well. And just sort of during that period... So, guys, there will still be games in February. Just don't complain. There will still be games. <laughs> so, just, just during that period, some teams are going to go for uh, a little small, like, uh, warm-weather training mm. uh, out, to, out to the Middle East and different parts of the world. Others are going to have, like, a mini pre-season here, here in England and also spend time with their families as well. And what's been quite fascinating with the winter break was the, the decision that the Premier League will not accept... Uh, anyone going for a, a money-making tour down in uh, down, down in the US or, do you think, or the Middle East? Do you think East? teams will, will risk that? Like that idea of traveling overseas to like let's say to expand markets in China or like over like overseas? Do you think? Do you think te- knowing teams, do you really think they would have done that? I feel like a, a team as big I and mean, the commercial mindset of a Man United, mm. Ed Woodward, yeah, <laughs> Woodward yeah. FC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I struggle to see how how they how they. Sh- 
almost. Cause I know a team like Man United with their pull and their reach, mm. they must be getting someone in their ear, ear mm. saying, "Come out, come, to, come, 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 come to the Middle East, come, come." Even to the look USA at look too. at um, Arsenal when you had that little break, and immediately you had that break, you went straight to Dubai. To mm. go and, was it Dubai or was it? Yeah, it was Dubai, and you went straight just to open a stadium. Like, but I feel like again, like I was talking about that whole idea of consumerism really affecting the game. I think even that not being an actual break, like an actual shutdown is kind of saying stuff in a sense of like money has sort of dictated this as well because TV rights have probably said like, we need you to play games. There's no way you're having a whole month of no games. Even, do you know how many jobs will be in jeopardy? Like, the Sky Sports, the pundits, like imagine a whole month of just talking, like mm. no actual action. Oh, no, Graham yeah. Sooners, thank mm. God for that. You know what I mean? like, it would just be like a lot of stuff will go to like, oh my, like it will go to a real, real problem. Like, there'll be real problems everywhere. So I feel like the idea of just the break, like the, the decisions behind the break, I don't necessarily think it's done in the best. In even like we were talking just like earlier about the thing with England and the reason why like this break will be beneficial is because. It seemed as if like England were trying to make a plan of we want to play, we want to get to the top, we want to be competing for like major European. But I think like if we're gonna actually like make incentives like this and make uh, which we, we need to see it through, we need probably. to see see it through, and it actually has to be a natural plan as to how this is gonna really affect or like actual like I'm not gonna say like scientific proof, but like actual like proof as resting players in this period will like give like a certain you know what it is? I feel like that's that's a really really good point because mm. I, I want to see the data because for me I feel like and, and, and we spoke about it as well I feel like there's, there's been a lot of things that like obviously we've seen it with England managers in the past and I'm sort of Southgate that I don't think will make a huge difference to, to players and how they feel for the upcoming Euros and maybe the mm. Champions League uh, later on because without no winter break England typically have English teams have dominated Europe for, mm. for a really long time and I genuinely want to see. But it was. It I genuinely want to see the the data to prove this is this is the performance that happened mm. over um, over like three months think, because think, of the winter break. I think it's just. Last season, I think because like like I think it's very reactionary because like the period when we did it was June. It was summer. It was after I think June. When after it? the world. Uh, it was before, after the. Before, before I know. I know. I know. It was before. either before or after. I remember the, the. I remember back then there was a big hoo ha after we lost to Iceland and it was like. What happened? Why did we lose? And I remember that, just that narrative of, because we don't have a winter break. We don't have a winter break. So that was why they, they gave it. And I think at the time, it did make sense. It did make a lot of sense. I, I, I generally feel like for the football geeks like Royce and I, we, we want to see the data to mm, prove yeah, I've, that, I've, this, I've be... that this definitely works because it's been a debate for mm. years. Because, and... because even, even around about that period, England, English teams were performing very poorly in the Champions League. So it, around about that time, it did make a lot of sense because mm. it was Barcelona yeah, winning, yeah, all, no, Real Madrid winning all the time. What is, I feel like, I feel like, yes, I feel like, yes, there needs to be a winter break because I feel like the way football has been so progressive and, and last week I spoke with, with Manny and Alex and we spoke about how football has changed a lot with, with Poch and Klopp and, and, mm. uh, and Pep coming in. It's, not, it's, it's a whole, new system. Yeah, it's a new era. Like, I, feel, a new I era. feel like it does take its toll on players. And yes, there needs to be a break. Has it been done in the right way? Yes and no. It um, was. It was done with good intention, but, but it was, it's now it was, to realize that intention. It was, it? And it was done. It was definitely done. Like, like you mentioned to start with the whole idea in mind that yes, the big boys, the the skies, the BTS mm. are 
calling the shots a lot in mm. the Premier League's ear. But I definitely feel like there needs to be a dialogue between the FA and the Premier League. Because I, 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 to be honest, I honestly didn't. I thought the break could already have already happened. I thought it was going to be during because January would have made a lot more sense because um, I think it would made it would have made it a lot more sense in January. But February, I'm not too sure. I, I thought I, I feel like I'm kind of on you with this mm. with, 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 uh, with this one as well because I feel like. Pep famously said that February is harder than, than, than Christmas. And I am in agreement with him because you've got League Cup final, Champions League right coming around the corner. You've got mm. multiple league games slotted in between. And I feel like in the build-up to a Champions League um, first leg, as a player, and, and maybe maybe you'd know a little bit more about this, as a player, I'd want to feel fresh going to, yeah, into basically. those sorts of games. and. And I feel like knowing that even the even like when we bring up FIFA, like I remember, like even though like yeah, up FIFA no, no, but it's just like it's nice to see when you see a player with a full bar like mm. of stamina or like of health, then to see like a player with half or like quarter because you've been playing like you just played a game two days before, like a week before. Like mm. I feel it does make as a manager, I think. It would be it would be nicer to see that, and I think that's why a lot of managers want this to be done. Like all like we said, all the greats, all the all the greats of great teams have all called for this because it takes a different type of mentality, a different type of um, toll on you to to perform at this kind of level. Mm. I look at someone like Liverpool, for example, like Salah. I can see yes in the red zone, mm. Mane in the red zone. Like you look at. Liverpool, the way in which they play, the way, the, very like, high they pressure. train the way yeah. in which they play. Very, very high and pressure. And they've been really, they've had a real, really intense two years under Klopp. And you look at Mane, Salah, in between they played in tournaments, the World Cup, African Cup of Nations. I, I have that, but there are players there who are not in the red zone that need the game time. So do players like Ox, who's who I saw the other day banging on the chair because he, he was coming off early in the game. Does he need a winter break? Does he need games to build consistency to win back his England shirt? I I do agree that, yes, people like Ox do need consistent... They do need... Like, we all know, like, players love to play football. We all know that we like... They need games. They love games, you know what I'm say. But when we look at... I think the role of a manager is to really look at the bigger picture of things and look at, like... One thing... I know I hate bringing into FIFA and that kind of crud, like bringing fear for like games in but like there's a usually like a thing of like um i don't know it's like a prompt of like a player will come up to you and be like guys can i play this game and that like, one of the prompts on it is like we need to look at the bigger picture it's a long season mm. we need you for the like for it is a long like for there's example big, games yeah ahead. like there's bigger yeah there's bigger <laughs> games ahead like That's the you, have to, you have to look at i think klopp is looking at it more in terms of the sense of like we look at that I, like the iconic season they're having right now, they haven't lost their game. They've only drawn once, and even that was a bit like I had it, had like, it today, like even looking at it like they could they could do the triple triple if they could win a hundred points, be an undefeated, and win the, the elusive prem. That is, and I think looking at the bigger picture, I think Klopp wants to really go for that, and I think anything that will like that will contribute contribute for, to him going towards it, he's gonna just take that risk and like. Because I'd rather, I'm gonna be honest, I'd rather win that and win the Premier in that fashion than to win the League Cup or win the FA Cup. If I'm just saying, I understand like winning the double does make like it's a nice feeling, winning the treble is a nice feeling, but these are things that only happen once in a lifetime. And I think if you're gonna go for it, go for it. If I'm just that's why my only issue with that whole that's my only like reason why I'd be like with Klopp, I will lie. What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? Get that? Yeah, they train hard, but should Klopp respect the traditions 
of the English game. So for me, I look at it and this even leads on and, and, and links into the whole thing because almost like we wanted to dissect it into the winter break cup competitions, but they almost overlap with each other. Mm -hmm. And for me, does Jurgen Klopp respect the traditions of the English game? I, I, I generally don't feel, feel like he does. Like I look at... But I think... I, I think, I look at his, I think his, tradition... His, I think like... I'm not like a kind of guy like rules are meant to be broken, but I feel like... He's trying to we be need, we do, no, but yeah, no but reason, no, but we. I think we no do. Reason. I think. I think. At the end of the day, anything that like is done in football is always done to benefit football. Okay, there's sometimes that like there's some rules that we don't necessarily need. Like uh, we can get into a whole idea of VAR and all that kind of. Does it, is it really needed? But is the the initial like whenever things are initially put into football, it is beneficial. And, and for me, people joke about the Carabao Cup, the Carling Cup, the Mickey Mouse, whatever you want to call it, Mickey yeah, Mouse that's Cup. To, I'll be honest, I don't, I don't rate that cup at all. And for me, like, honest, no, no one rates it, and you, you're saying right now, you don't rate, rate, don't rate it. But we're not doing so well in the league. Let's just win this to appease the fans. I don't. Uh, I generally, I that's, generally, how, that's how I necessarily. That's how. It, that's how I necessarily it, look at I it. I can. I can see. I can see how it can be deemed that way, but. But for me, that cup, when it when I look back at football 10, 15 years ago, was the cup that you would win, mm. that you'd win it in February and it'd push you on to go yeah, and win yeah, exactly. push you on to go win the title. Like 2005, Jose won it, beating Liverpool, pushed him for his first title. Mm. Uh, Jose came back to Chelsea, won it in that season, pushed him on to go in the title. Mm. Man United like used to win that cup and pushed him on for the title. And, and for me, I do feel that competition has value. And, and to hear people but, like Guardiola talk about, even though he does play strong team like like them that will play but he has against like yeah. Port Vell but, but, like, but, like but at the same the, the, time the thing, like, the same, at the same time he can do that based on squad size like he has a, a large enough squad then, in order then, to play but then, that but then so is Jürgen Klopp like they've got Sha 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 you're telling me Shakiri, Origi Ox Na uh, Naby Keita aren't good players to have on the bench I don't, I, yes, I don't, yes, they're I, not. Yes, they're not like they're not. They're not. Leroy I wouldn't. Yeah, they're not the, or, the standard of like yeah, the bench, but they're still top international professionals who have played in the Premier League, who have mm. experience, who are going to go to tournaments with their with their respective countries. Mm. I don't know. I think it's just more about incentive and priority. I think, like I said, my manager. Like I look at somebody like Poch. Like for all the top fours that he got, mm. for everything he like, that guy would give his left, his left and his right and arm. I, th I for, think, just, I just think, for a, as a, I, I know, just I don't, for a trophy. I know, I don't like even honest. even in FA, even the opportunity to walk out at Wembley to an FA Cup final, he would do whatever it takes to have that opportunity. Mm. Like the top yeah, you four, can see, the, you can the see top, it in his like, when honest, he the, the, the thing with it is that you got to look at it and you got to really rationalize it, and 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 you have to think that like. In 20 years' time, people aren't going to think about how many times did Poch get Tottenham top four. <laughs> how many times did he apply the pressure? <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many times <laughs> did he apply? There's always been a thing whereby, like, we were talking about it earlier, and, and, and you look at when Arsenal played, I believe it was uh, Lincoln, Lincoln was City. It Lincoln, or, was it Lincoln? I think it was I, Lincoln City. I think City, it was yeah. Lincoln. It was, it was Sutton. It was Sutton. Sutton, it was Sutton. Yeah, but we also played Lincoln as well, but mm. that, that was enough for them to to be able to, to improve their pitch or to do some work yeah. to the stadium or whatever, and... And yeah, like I, f I feel like football has lost its way, like a lot. Like we're seeing technology come more into play. We're seeing huge but, uh, TV it, rights. But deals is, as has well. it really lost its way, or is it just adapted to the times? If you it's adapted to its time, but but we, we can't forget the history and tradition of, of the game and the benefit that, like, the golf, the golf we now see now between the big teams and 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 the little boys playing their trade in the in in, in League Two is massive. It's bigger than it mm. ever has been, and I feel like we shouldn't lose. That, that but whole the, uh, nature uh, that we have, whereby like a big player comes into town. I, 
I do agree. I do enjoy the magic of the cup. I like. I'm. I'm. I'll root for any underdog. Like, if there's any, I love like the story. Like I told you about the Wigan story of how they got relegated and they still won the FA Cup. I love that. And I think for me, it's more about incentive. If there's an actual incentive for these, I don't think. I think the magic of just winning a, winning a cup. I don't necessarily believe in that no more. I feel I'll like that's bonkers for I, me. Like, yeah, I don't necessarily me, believe me, in that. For me, I don't, like call me, call me romantic, call me whatever. I don't necessarily me, think but, that's. But for me, I feel like. Growing up as a kid, anyone who knows what football means, walking out at Wembley, playing in the cup final, climbing those stairs. But at I think Wembley, I think you have to also be. The trophy. I think you also have to be realistic in your goals and like when I, for example, I think because I'm because I'm a, cause I'm a very, yeah because I'm a very like I want to say I'm a very logical but I'm a very pragmatic person. Like I look at it in terms of like for example that's why I even got into the business of football because I look at it in terms of what is the incentive of us doing this or doing that. For example, like Chelsea, I'm a Chelsea fan. I just want top four because I know sustainably, financially, that is what we need to sustain ourselves. What do you feel needs to change? Like, um, does it need to be scrapping the scrapping the, the, the FA Cup replays? Does it need to be scrapping the the Carabao Cup as we've seen with France scrapping their mm. their, their their similar version? And like we all talk about mental health in football, it takes a toll on people, and especially the culture, fan culture of of players and like of I mean not of players of clubs and that like. We let it at them, and I think it is a bit unfair to be throwing stuff. So if you're gonna throw it at them, at least give them an opportunity to play at their best. Give them breaks. Give them times. I know we're talking about their animals and stuff like that. Give, give, like, give, pe- yeah. give the players a bit of a break. Like I know I say it like in the in like. In all the right, all right, Jurgen Klopp, we get it. <laughs> we'll, we'll let we'll let him have his, his revolutionary moment. But I feel like all jokes aside about Klopp and, and what he's done, I feel like there definitely needs to be a sit down between the Premier League and all the different respective leagues, the mm-hmm. FA. FIFA and you wait for to just but work, know, it's out, all to we work to, out this whole entire thing. have mess. to do is because for me, have to just throw money I somewhere. I don't, I don't, I don't believe like call me romantic, but I don't believe we should touch um, things, uh, competitions that, that 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 can be won, that can give people a, a mark in history. As a player, you want to win trophies. Yes, I get welfare. Yes, mental health matters in football. Mm. Yes, players should get time with their families. Yes, players shouldn't be in the red zone, but. Things are in place to support clubs. Yes, the Premier League and the FA need to do more. 100% agree with that. Yes, FIFA needs to work out this international mm. scheduling. But at the end of the day, with what you have in place, like with... I think, like, like for example, you see, you see, you see, you see, like how common. you see, like just with that conflict alone, has just highlighted all those issues. Like yeah, I yeah, think that's what that's why that's why I do agree. Like it is sometimes I know the pun is always like stop talking, stop talking. But like I do. People, people do need to talk out and speak. Like there is major issues. Mm. I, I generally believe we need to re- revamp the international structure in terms of qualifiers and and and, and, and things from that that sort of angle, because I feel like football it has its history, it has its traditions, and long before Klopp came in, came into the league. Managers complain about the schedule. Wenger complained about mm. it. Fergie moaned it's, about it's it. Not, he's not the Jose, first one. That's the thing. He's not, he's the, not first. the first one. He won't be the last. Um, Boxing Day football will be here long after Klopp's gone. Mm. Um, New fo- Year's football New will Year's be, football will still <laughs> still be, be here, here after Klopp retires. Even in January, like playing two games in a week, playing three like games players, in a week. Players yeah. once played on Christmas Day and Boxing Day, and, and as crazy as that, as that even sounds, mm. that w- that was eventually scrapped. But at the heart of the game, like we need to restore this. We need to remember where football originates from. The FA Cup is the oldest cup competition in the world. This is football. This is England. So, but at the same time, we could also look at like I, like I was talking to you earlier. Like we could also look at it in terms of like we always we like we we scream about 
we want kids to play. We want kids to be given a showcase or opportunity to play. And he's saying, guys, I'm going to bring the kids to play and you have to watch them. This is the t- opportunity you want. And it's like, it's a, it's a two, it's a two edged sword. It's yes. like, like, you complain when I don't play them. The you complain when I, yeah. when I play them. So what do you want? If the kids can't, I'm, like, I'm not trying to be, I, I don't, I'm not going to be like, oh, from my high, ho- my high horse. But if a, if an under 23 player, his goal is to get into the, the first team of, let's say, the champions of the world, they are, cannot beat, uh, what league are they in? Should uh, be, I'm, no, just two, a, league, cannot beat a league two side, even the Checker Trade Trophy, like the under 21s, they have to play against teams like that. What is that, what is that really saying about the quality, the quality of yeah. our football in this country? I want to be interested to see the team he actually fills out because, like you said, like the idea of I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit swayed now. Like I want to see a mi- I'll be interested if he does play a mixture of the Oxley Chamberlains and the um like the kids and like to see what he's actually gonna if he plays just fully kids then it's a bit whoop like I don't necessarily know what could happen there. But if he does play a mixture and he can't they still can't be Shrewsby. What what is that really saying now? So we're now going to take some questions to sort of get the take. Of, of other fans within the game to sort of see how they're feeling about this this really topical issue. So uh, our first uh, caller is uh, is Ayo. We're currently recording the podcast. I wanted to get your perspective on this whole winter break fiasco. And obviously, like, you're playing a bit of football as well and obviously doing, like, in, into the whole sports science thing as well. So it'd be good to know, like, how... how uh, playing multiple games takes its toll on your on, on, on your body and, and how you feel physically, man. It's mentally draining sometimes, mate. It's mentally draining. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Because you've got games on games, so you've got Saturday, then Tuesday, then you've got training, then you've got Saturday. Do you, sometimes, yeah, you might have two or three games within a week. Do you welcome the idea of, like, do you welcome the idea of a winter break? Like, do you think it's a great idea for players to have right now? It depends on how long break is because it, it, it depends yeah it depends on how long because sometimes in that winter break some teams could be on a momentum and having a break will, could kill that momentum for them I did, uh, so I, ideally how long like, as a player like you play football at a, a high level how how ideally how long do you think how long would you want a break like a winter break to be maybe two weeks two weeks so 13 days yeah. like just like, oh, yeah, that's not too yeah. bad and what and how so? Like in terms of like a break, like do you think like it does affect match sharpness? Um, it depends on if you're not doing it, if you're doing absolutely nothing. Mm. So you feel like if you take a number, then not necessarily, but maybe the first game you might lack that. So for example, because because like for me like the point I, the point I'm really making is that if I look at someone like Ox. Someone like Ox doesn't for me doesn't need a winter break. He needs game time because he's he's fighting to, to to start for England and get his England shirt back and he's barely played all season. And I feel like a player like him needs game time and not like someone like a Salah, like a like a Robbo or, or a Trent who's been burnt out in the red zone. Yeah, I can I can see I can see that. But what's your sort of take on that in terms of like being in the red zone and, and, and whether some need it and some don't? Like if they're fit and they want to carry on playing, then and it depends on how they manage their body. Mm, that is true. That is true. Yeah, I hear that still. That makes a lot of sense. But yeah, that's that's really useful. Thanks for that, Ao, mate. Uh, lots of love, <laughs> li- live on the pod as well, mate. And uh, hopefully get you here another time, mate. No worries, mate. 
I appreciate this. I appreciate this. Cheers, mate. See you later. Bye. All right, good old AO, mate. We love him. We love him, mate. We love him. Friend of the podcast, friend of the podcast. But yeah, we have it there, guys. Uh, live interruption from a footballer on his way back from a game, <laughs> uh, giving us some insight into why winter break is really important. Yes. Hello. Yes, so we've got Jerome here, guys. Crystal Palace match day going fan. Uh, so I just want to ask you, Jerome, what's your thoughts on uh, the whole winter break fiasco, being a match going fan? What's your take on the whole Jurgen Klopp situation? Is he wrong? Is he right? And what the footage you think is going on, mate? Um, with regards to the winter break, I feel like it's quite essential for like players and fans as well, to be honest, because the games do get quite cluttered at a certain point during the winter. And a little spread is uh, it's good, considering how much you pay, you want to spread your enjoyment, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, but you know, in terms of like the idea of like the Jurgen Klopp and how he's bringing kids to um, Shrewsbury, how as a fan, like as a match-going fan, like how do you feel knowing that like the basically let's quote unquote the ma- let's say a manager doesn't really care about a game, so he doesn't want to turn up. Like, how do you feel about that? I understand the sentiment behind it. Um, I feel like he's trying to prove a point uh, in terms of. How cluttered, how cluttered the games are in the England, in the England English football. However, um, towards the players, I feel like it's on their, their career at the, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to give, give them like a little platform to showcase their ability in competitive matches, and it, they would they should they would appreciate if the manager there to even get looking. Okay, so I don't I feel mean, like it's yeah. right, but. So you see, so wait, you see, you see it more in terms of like, in terms of like a kid knowing that like the manager doesn't care to the point that I'm not gonna turn up. I rather the, assi- I think Neil Critchley's gonna be the I'm 23 yeah, guy, yeah, the, yeah. Assist- the assistant manager is gonna be there to like, it doesn't really bode well with you basically. No, not at all. And 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 even even just on that, Jerome, what I wanted to find that as well is obviously being a match going fan. How would you feel if you turn up to a game? Uh, let's say you've gone all the way to uh, I don't know. Port Vale, where you travel up there, like with with your family or whoever you go to the games with, you turn up there and you don't see no Zaha, you don't, you don't see no first team players, and all you see is a bunch of kids, <laughs> not even carriers or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'd say like looking as a fan instead of how I'm feeling about playing myself these days. Um, I won't be too pleased because I kind of travelled here a match that it seems the manager doesn't care mm. if we win or lose. I'm there to see our, our team, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> win. So, I want to win. <laughs> do you know what is? I like my thinking behind it is that like if a manager's going to do that, which Klopp is notoriously known for, I feel like you have to tell the fans before the game, like I'm going to play the kids in the game, just to pre-warn fans because like yes, you support your team. Which he has done though. Yeah, he has yeah, done. yeah. But previously, previous, previously, previously hasn't. I don't feel, Go on. I don't feel like that's enough to let the fans. They love their club, so there's gonna be a desire to see the young players, all the future of the club, like how they perform anyway. Mm-hmm. So you can you can you can put them on the pitch, but at least show up. 
you can't expect fans to show up and the manager going to turn yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's mean, a bit yeah. of a disrespect. I can see that. We could just stay at home and watch us lose. Yeah, he didn't. He oh yeah, he was in Doha. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, yeah, he's not. He's not. I think he should. I think I'm with Rio. I think he should turn up and Jerome as well. I think he has to turn up on that day. He has to. Well, potentially, if he wants to go on the lash and you know, yeah. still get the tre- still get the invincibles, I want him to get. But the yeah, Jerome, absolute pleasure, man, and all the best, and and I could definitely see why you'd love a winter break because um, seeing Crystal Palace play every week can be a little bit painful. But um, but yeah, cheers for that, bro, and uh, tune in as per usual, mate. Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate right. that. Cheers, but cheers. Uh, on this and just get your perspective on obviously being like a match day Arsenal fan. What's your sort of take on obviously the whole situation with the winter break? Is uh, um, I, I, I'm all for it to be honest. It's just to stop the injuries and whatnot. But but also like being being a match going uh, Arsenal fan like like you are, wouldn't you feel short changed if you turn if you like turn up to a game like that? Like, say for example like. Arsenal were playing, I don't know, like Middlesbrough. You turned up all the way to Middlesbrough, <laughs> like hundreds of, like ha- hundreds of miles to go to Middlesbrough, yeah, and, you, and and you turn up no, there I and hear, it's like. I hear you. I hear you. But the fact he's gone out and said it, you're, you're, you now can't really blame that. Yeah, that is true. That is like true. Like I said, you that, did, that he did mention true. it. Yeah, he has mentioned. Like he, he's full, if anything, it's really good that he's gone and done that mm. to stop. Because yeah, I hadn't really thought about that, but yeah, to stop that. But I mean, you still even think it if you go to an FA Cup game or whatever now, you know it's not going to be the score or yeah. whatever. But so you sort of just accept it, and and the prices are cheaper. But with Toby, price, Toby, do you do you like do you respect the magic of the cup? Do you see like do you feel like as if in every cup you should play your strongest? Um, I, I I I I'd like to more than I do to be honest. Mm. Well, do you? I, are you more like an incentive? Like if there's incentive to play your strongest side, you should play it. If you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, I, I personally think, I know speaking to a couple of West, because one of my good mates works, uh, sees the gold at West Ham, and he gets so frustrated year on year because he says, look, if we play the strong squads, then we'll get a cup run and get to the semis and exactly, whatnot. So, yeah, so, it's, so I think it's a nice day out. For smaller clubs, it's, yeah, I mean, it's wicked. But, I mean, as Arsenal, I'd obviously rather us get Top four than a semi-final FA Cup. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like because everyone, like, everyone loves this whole top four thing. I was, I was even chatting chatting earlier as well, and um, like what what's gone wrong really? Because like someone like um, like Pep is saying that the Carabao Cup should be scrapped, FA Cup replay should be gone. What's your feeling behind that? Are you quite romantic with the, tr- the traditions of the English game, or would you yeah, feel like I, we should? I, I, I think that's crazy scrapping cups and whatnot. Um, but I mean. I, I get it just to try and stop this crazy fixture of schedule and whatnot, but no, I, I'd be against that. But yeah, yeah. Toby, um, absolute pleasure checking in with you. And I'll, I'll see you later anyway, mate. I'll, I'll text all you, right. yeah? Sweet. Cheers. All right, all the best. How you doing, Dan? How you doing? You alright? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you very much. Yeah, so you just wanted to know what's your take on the whole. Um, winter break fiasco is Klopp right or wrong? Obviously, working with players yourself, being a, being a, a fan, like you can see the toll that uh, it takes on players. What's your sort of view on, on on the current situation? I think what Klopp's doing is right for him. He's going for the title, and he's got a few other competitions that he's involved in. So he needs to rotate his team and play what's best for him. So if he thinks that playing the kids is what he needs to do in the FA Cup. And it makes sense. Now that you've got a team strong enough to basically, let's say, quote-unquote, win the treble, do you want to go for every single cup that you're in? No, the only, the most important thing right now is 
the Premier League. And if he can't, he's just a bonus. <laughs> 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 That's incentive. Mm. Like you mentioned, obviously, the title is really important. And, and we were speaking earlier, and, and, and I was saying, if you look at great Premier League managers, Wenger won a few doubles. Fergie did the treble. Pep, domestic treble. Um, do you feel as though um, by Klopp maybe adding an FA Cup to his CV by fielding a strong eleven could could almost cement this Liverpool team uh, in history as long as doing what you're doing with the chasing the invincible and, and over 100 points? situation because as brother uh, just said it's been 30 years since we won the league so having the treble is not as important as having the Premier League for Liverpool it's just it's, it's a different dynamic do you see what I mean if mm. he just wins the Premier League we'll be blessed we'll be happy as fans but even even I mean? but even even at, even at 19 points clear does the thought of an FA Cup semi-final, a, a nice day out in the sun after winning the title in March or whatever crazy time you guys could win it would almost almost like be the icing on the cake for you guys after 30 long years. Yeah, yeah, a nice day out would be nice. But as I said, if we don't have to go to Wembley but we get the Premier League, I just feel that Liverpool fans will, will sacrifice everything Yeah, they will, they will. They, it means a lot, it means a lot. And Come on, I'm only I'm only 38 years old. We haven't won the Premier League for 30 years. That's that's a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No one cares about FA Cup day out. Like this Premier League is more of a symbol of we're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. I, I can see, I can see that, I can mm. see that. But yeah, Dan, it's an absolute pleasure. And hopefully, we can get you on the podcast um, one day to, to talk um, things. Hopefully, not Liverpool winning the title um, and uh, saying Kels. So yeah. Cheers for no that. No worries. Thanks for your time. Yeah? Appreciate it. Appreciate this, time. Thank you very much. T- take care. Take care. But it's Royce, it's been a great episode. Really enjoyed getting in behind the economics of the winter break. Last is but not right? least. Is it wrong? I've loved speaking about why Jurgen Klopp doesn't respect the... I'm joking. Uh, I love getting into um, cup competitions, the history of the competitions, uh, whether they should be scrapped or whether they should be... Uh, reinvented to almost move the modern times and, and, and the new way in which football's being played and the new... <laughs> this guy, you're sweet with your words. And the, and the real need to really care about players' welfare, as Jürgen Klopp has rightly mentioned. Mm. Lots of conflicting debates, lots of conflicting arguments. I want to hear your say, guys. Instagram is at WhatTheFooty. Tag us uh, in your post. Send us in your questions. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. <laughs> Download it, subscribe it. You know what to do. We're going to be back here next week as per usual. And yeah, that's the end. Bow. <laughs> what the footy? What the footy? What the footy? What the footy? Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. 
Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea.